Hey, it's Ben from Worst Asian Podcast over here. Just a friendly reminder to make time for your health so you don't lose time for the things you love. Hey, it's Linji. I'm here too. An updated COVID vaccine restores protection that has decreased over time, including protection against severe illness, hospitalization, and the worst effects of COVID. If your last COVID vaccine or booster was before September 2022, it's time for an updated vaccine. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Today, I want to talk about how Asians handle generational wealth. And more importantly, I want to talk about how you, Ben, handle generational poverty. <laughs> uh, this is uh, my expertise. So, uh, number one, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Welcome to the worst Asian podcast, where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is still Linji. My co-host is still Ben. Indeed, How and are that you? is not a good thing. Oh, great! The Ben part, at least. Fuck you. How you doing today, Ben? I'm feeling better, man. Ooh, feels rough. It's good seeing you, man. I'm curious if I go back to the chit chat, the intro part of every episode. How many times you just say you're going through something rough <laughs> or you're tired or you're sleepy or you're hungover i feel like your uh, baseline your baseline like status is always that you're tired and you're drunk yeah i think it's just like um that little beeping thing in the, the what in the er it's just like almost flat line oh the thing that measures your heart rate i'm like what the fuck is the little beeping thing yeah i'm not a morning person you came at 11 something. That is not the morning anymore. Ooh, that's the morning, man. So we're back. It's another week. It's another thing. Maybe at this time, you know, because future Linji is going to be going on vacation soon. Oh, are you excited? So I don't know the sequence of these episodes, but maybe right now I'm uh, laying on the beach somewhere, mm-hmm. getting a nice tan, eating a nice uh, big bowl of pokey. Ooh, where are you going? Sir? I'm going to the great island of Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Hawaii. How long are you going for? An undetermined amount of time. Oh, Okay, indefinitely. Indefinitely. <laughs> I'm trying to get the fuck away from you. <laughs> um, what's it? Uh, we're doing a podcast over there? Are you sneaking out in my luggage? Oh, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, let's do it, bro. I'm not paying the overweight fees on my check-in. Oh, damn it. That's a long-ass flight, too. 16 hours, right? Yeah. Ooh. When was the last time you've been to Hawaii? So, I love Hawaii. I usually go once a year. That's before the pandemic. This is actually the first time after or during the pandemic that I'm actually going back to Hawaii. Damn. I went to Hawaii a couple months before the pandemic hit. Yeah. That was the last time that I went, and I haven't been there since. Ooh, so what's that, like three years, four yeah, years? Yeah, it's three years, which is a fucking long-ass time. So I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to eating as much as I can. I've actually been losing a lot of weight leading up to this trip because I want to go in at a deficit. Oh, so you can just pick out and shit? Yeah, so if I pick out and I come back, at least I'm at my normal again. All right, I like that. I feel like that's a good strategy. Otherwise, if I go there at normal weight, yeah. I'm definitely coming back a lot heavier. Mm, yeah. So if I go there like a little bit skinnier, then at least I can have a room and not feel guilty about like gorging myself at every single meal i gotta say like you know we lived in new york most of our lives dude the older we get i cannot stand the winter i'm okay with it you're still okay with it even as a homeowner i'm okay with it why as a why as a homeowner ben do you shovel your snow when it snows outside oh shit you're (laughs) right i didn't even think about that (laughs) that's the worst part of the winter oh my god i keep forgetting yeah you're right every time like in the group chat like fucking snow. Because I have to shovel like eight houses. Oh, sh- Oh, that's right. I shovel my house, 
my neighbor, she's older woman that lives by herself. So I shovel her front thing. Oh, yo. I, I shovel my parents' house if they let me. That's very nice. And then of you, I go man. to my mother in law's house and I shovel her house. Oh, shit, dude. That's very nice of you. So, like, thank God this winter has been globally warm. <laughs> thank you, climate change. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. That's very nice of you, man. That's the worst part about winter for me. But aside yeah. from that, the temperatures, dude, I'm cool with that shit. For someone that doesn't shovel, um, I, I, I can't stand you, uh, the fucking winter. <laughs> dude, imagine if you had to shovel, how much more you would hate the winter. Oh, man. I'm already trying to figure out how do I not shovel <laughs> or like figure out a way of like trying to do it without doing it. Ben's going to do the thing with the flamethrower? Yeah, yeah. You could just get like, like a flamethrower and just melt all the snow? I'm just going to throw hot water. <laughs> just fucking a lot of hot water on that shit. I'm glad winter is finally over we're officially in spring right now things are going to warm up thank god for that damn you're going to come back with a real nice tan too i always come back with an insane tan yeah do people confuse you for being a, a local a hawaiian no not by the way i talk because really there's a lingo and there's an accent to native hawaiians that you can't really I, I know it okay do it ben insult all the people do your best hawaiian aka you're just gonna do the rock <laughs> aloha mahalo hey brother hey brother hey oh <laughs> uh, local moko brother right that's good. Your clicking makes you sound like you have a speech impairment. <laughs> just... well, there you go. And that's how you do Hawaiian. Also, the Hawaiian people there, if I go there, um, they're going to beat the shit out of me. Um, oh, if you do that. Oh. <laughs> What's it? Do you do the thing where in Hawaii, if it's like, don't cross, you don't cross? Whenever I'm outside of New York City, I follow the rules and the yeah. walk signs and the stop signs. I don't want to be the jackass in New Yorker who's crossing a street when he's not supposed to, who's jaywalking. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I, I love it. I think it's great. But it's like, wow, people really do obey that stuff. I do drive a lot in Hawaii, though, so it's not... Are you renting a car? I always rent a car because we go around Ooh. the whole island. We always drive to different places. Okay. We're not stationary just in like one city. I mean, we're in one island, uh-huh. but we're not stationary just in one part of the island. We like to actually go around. Uh, what's that? How fast is your boat? <laughs> my my <laughs> guys i'm taking a private uh, boat to, yeah. to hawaii it's got speedboat and shit i'll see you in three months <laughs> <laughs> oh are you getting that uh, island that japanese business owner uh, is giving away that's gonna make no sense unless someone listened to the whole past episode where we talked about uh, uh dying uh, asian businesses yes um apparently there's a business you could claim in japan uh i think you just fill out a form <laughs> right and do a zoom call do a zoom call that's it and i think that's it man i don't yeah. think the seven-year-old owner knows how to do zoom calls uh, you literally have to take a boat to the island uh-huh you have to paddle it yourself uh-huh and then you have to interview and then go back home also by the way we have no idea what this business is so <laughs> we have no fucking idea Yeah, like none whatsoever <laughs> and this part makes no sense unless unless you listen to the episode oh yeah please anyways um i guess something that connects with that episode you know semi connects is today i want to talk about how asians handle generational wealth and more importantly i want to talk about how you ben handle generational poverty <laughs> uh, this is uh, my expertise so uh number one go fuck yourself number two yeah uh i am the f- uh rare asian usually asians are good with money not this kid over here that saves so much money on family estate planning because he has nothing to plan for <laughs> Yeah, uh, what's it? Uh, generational wealth. I uh, never heard of it. <laughs> you don't have to explain that. Uh, okay, let's talk about generational poverty then. Yes, yes. It's a hereditary. It's a it's sickness. A- uh, there's no cure for it. There's no cure. Not even more money. No, I don't think so. I actually, uh, that might work. It's a mentality mindset because once you get that money, you're just going to burn it. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, it gets cold in the winter, so I'm going <laughs> to need that, it. That's how you're going to get rid of the snow, by burning money and throwing it at the snow. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's a fucking genius idea, yeah? So, yes, general poverty. That's general. what we're talking about, right? Uh, generational. 
generational wealth. We want to dive into a couple of things, including um, how some Asian parents work hard to give their kids money to do something else with. That's something that we've talked about a lot on this podcast. I, I also want to talk about something on, on the flip side where I didn't really think about this, but I guess it does happen more often where parents see their kids as like a fucking investment. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Good like point, a um, retirement nest, sort of. Like yeah, a 401k. I, a 401 kid. 401 kid, pretty yeah. much, yeah. And we'll also sprinkle in a little bit of your situation, Ben. I don't do this often, but me and Warren Buffett, we talk about our, you know, our business endeavors, You guys our are portfolio. BFFs. You're on a WhatsApp chat together. Yes, my portfolio. Uh, we're on, uh, what's that shit called again? Uh, that shit that rich people were on? The fucking, uh, some kind of group chat thing. Rich people group chat? Like, so it's a app platform chatting yeah. app? Yeah. But you for rich people? Yeah, you don't remember no. It was like Elon Musk, Bill Gates, like Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, they're all in it and stuff. Clubhouse? Yeah. That's not a chatting platform. That's a social media platform. But it was for rich people, though. No? no, no. It's for everyone. You think it's exclusive because in the beginning, it was so popular that it was invite only. That you could only get through the app by being invited by someone else on uh, the app already. I'm too poor. Got you. You know, the idea of Clubhouse, and for those that don't know what this is, Clubhouse was a social media app where you you just went into a room, a uh-huh. audio-only room, and you just talked. So it was like a group phone call. So it's like Discord. It's a phone call. Do you kids remember what phone calls are? <laughs> so it's like three-way times like five. Times 20, more. times whatever. There could be like one person that makes the room. And once again, I don't think I was ever on the app. So I'm probably oh. getting these terms wrong. But one person would make a room. And they would be like the head speaker of that room. Some people could just tune in just to listen. Some people could tune in and talk at the same time. Is it dead? I, I feel like that I think it's pretty die. much dead. It's fucking dead, right? I haven't heard the term for a long time, so it's, it's pretty much dead. You guys can find us on our new platform on Clubhouse, Clubhouse as well. There we go. You know what? It's so dead that when I was doing all the social media stuff for our podcast, I don't think I even took that name just to hold its place. It's not worth it, you're saying. It's, it's, it's not worth being worst Asian pod on it Clubhouse. It might actually be a detrimental to us. Like not hip, not it, with it anymore. It was on for like three months and then it just... If you think about it, it, it could be kind of cool because you're holding like a live TED Talk and you could be in a room with like-minded people talking about a certain subject. There we go. Clubhouse. Uh, get on it. Uh, we'll be on it. Um, what do you think about this whole uh, TikTok ban or this whole potential TikTok ban? Actually, I'm a little worried. But I'm also like kind of thinking it's fucking hilarious. I know a bunch of people are fucking freaking the fuck out right now. Because they've lost their source of entertainment. It's their fucking identity. I thought about this before. Those users that are freaking out that they might lose their access to TikTok. Yeah. It's like if people, you and I, our age or older, if someone said they're going to take away YouTube. Oh, nah, bro. No, I'm saying it's that level of impact and shit. Yeah. Because I can't imagine my life without YouTube. Holy shit, you're right. Me too. Holy fuck. You go there for entertainment. You go there for music. You go there for clips. You go there to learn how to do random shit. Like, how do I turn off this thing about my car? That's true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. What the Holy fuck? shit. What would we do without YouTube? That's how these people are feeling about TikTok. What the fuck are they going to do without TikTok? Damn, man. That's kind of scary, though. But it's, it's a good thing to get rid of TikTok. Let's be real. You're on the side of no TikTok? Uh, I am, sir. Yes. What about you? What if I make this into a reel on TikTok? Yeah, I don't give a fuck it, bro. Like, we got to milk it till we can, right? But they're trying to get rid of it because of like the whole like China spying thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not real, right? It could be real. It's potentially real. Wasn't there a TikTok balloon? TikTok balloon? You don't know about that shit? Please go for it, Ben. You're on TikTok more uh, than I am. Here we go. Uh, there was like a fucking balloon in the uh, in the sky. That's where they belong. <laughs> That's where balloons belong. Yeah. Yes. Dude, it was like a Chinese like fucking balloon. That's not a TikTok balloon. That's a Chinese spy balloon. Bro, it's TikTok, dog. 
It's TikTok. I it's thought same, same I was joke, picturing bro. literally a TikTok branded balloon hovering over the U.S. doing something. That's that whole spy balloon shit that happened a month or so ago. Yeah, bro. That's not a TikTok balloon. All right, bro. Watch. That's like saying I'm gonna go to a TikTok takeout restaurant when you ju- <laughs> when you just mean a Chinese takeout restaurant. Bro, watch. We said it now, right? Yes. I'm calling it. You calling what? What that balloon? I bet you has ties to fucking TikTok. Uh, ben and his conspiracy theories. All right. Getting back to uh, not a conspiracy, Asian people and their money. Oh, right, yes. Because that's a real thing for most Asian people. For most, uh, yeah, me included, yes. If I had to ask you, Ben, and this is not like pre-planned. Oh, God. If you had to pick an Asian race, which Asian race has the most money? Wow, okay. However you want to measure it. Okay, let's say Asian American, right? So that particular ethnicity of Asian in America, uh-huh. so it's like Korean, Chinese, Indian, Indonesian, yada, yada, whatever. Which ethnicity on average? Uh-huh. Has the most money. Oh, it's definitely you people, you Chinese motherfuckers. You think so? Dude, hell yeah. You guys are so good with your fucking money. Money is life for you guys. Everything is money, 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 money. That's <laughs> all it is. Your, your, your How holidays. How come when you said money, 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 you have to do a really sh- yo, semi-shitty Chinese yo, accent? Your holidays are money, money, money. It's a dope thing. But it's like, yeah, man, you guys are fucking machines on that shit. Maybe Indians too? Nah, Chinese. Nah, Chinese. You, you Chinese people, bro. You Chinese people. Yes. Us Chinese people. Yes. I like how you say that. Okay. Yes. Where do you think Koreans fall on that list though? Like in the middle, in the bottom, or in the top? Middle. I'm going to reference a study conducted by... Oh, this thing's fucking old. How old? This thing's like fucking almost 10 years old. Are you serious? Oh, All shit. All right, whatever. But for discussion purposes, I'm sure like it's not that different unless there's some monumental change within one culture. I don't know. Okay. Take this with a grain of salt. According to uh, this shitty-ass old-ass study... Our expired data. <laughs> really expired data. Among Asian Americans... Yeah. Indians have the most household medium income. Interesting. Mm-hmm. In America? In America. Okay. And it is 25% more than number two. Holy shit. Next one, what is it? China? Filipino Americans. What? Oh, shit. All right, Filipinos. I see you. all the nurses and shit, yo. All right, cool. Should cool, I cool. continue down the list? Or do yeah, you want hell to? yeah. Okay. No, keep going. All right. Um, Taiwanese Americans is next. Really? And I'm going to piss off some Taiwanese people. You can uh-huh. tell this is outdated because it's separating Taiwan from China. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, damn. We have a friend that's going to be real tight. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I get JK, JK. Anyways, um, um, next Why? after that is Sri Lankan. Okay. And then Japanese Americans. So what are they, fifth? Uh, Japanese would be fifth for medium household income in America, according to this old ass study. Okay, okay. So that's number five. And then we go to Malaysians. What? Holy shit. I am. We I are am, way off. Yo, yeah, this is fucking great, man. I can't all wait right, to yo. see Korea all the way at the bottom. I'm just waiting for that. Fuck, <laughs> man. Shit, yeah. Now I'm fucking curious. Where are we at, bro? Next is Chinese Americans. No way. So yeah. you guys are what? Seventh? Eighth? So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we're seventh according to this old study. You said this is 10 years old. <laughs> this, is, this is almost yo, 10 years I old. I bet you if we find an updated list, you guys are fucking number one. I don't think so. I think Indians have like, because that gap oh. is so large, it's kind of hard to make up that gap. And it kind of does make sense based on all the stereotypical shit that we see. Yeah, yo, Indian I mean, like, job, what is respect. A, what is a stereotypical Indian job? Doctor? Uh, IT? I was going to say Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's true, though. They all own Dunkin' Donuts, a Subways. They franchise all that shit, bro. Oh, that is, yeah. Now that I think about it, at least here where we are, most of the Dunkin' Donuts, which is a coffee shop for you people up north or somewhere else around the world. Yeah, bro. <laughs> or is it Dunkin' Donuts that's not really available on the West Coast? No way. I'm pretty sure it is. Holy All right, guys. Shit. Actually, 
Right. I don't think I've ever seen a Dunkin' on the West Coast. Okay, you people on the West Coast, correct me on this, because I remember a couple of years ago when I thought... Yeah, and, you might be right, dude. And this could be like an incorrect memory, but I thought when they first opened one of the first Dunkin' Donuts on the West Coast, there was lines out the door because they wanted to try the coffee and try the munchkins, which are oh. the tiny little like... Balls. It's the fucking... It's the center of, of the a donut. donut. Yeah. That's what it is. That's all it is, yeah. Anyways, yeah. It does seem like most of the Dunkin' Donuts around here in the subways are owned by Indian Americans. Yeah, bro. Yeah. We could be completely wrong about that, though. Yeah, that too, yo. Anyways, I'm going to skip up around here a lot because I just want to see where Korea falls in this. Uh, yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yo, I was like, bro... <laughs> Yo. You're like, there's not even that many Asians. Yeah, bro. For one moment, I was like zoning out. And now I was like, wait, this shit is still going on, bro. What the fuck? You guys are 10th on this list. Oh, my God. Out of how many Asians? The crazy thing is, if you look at the differential here, the medium household income for Korean Americans is 59000 The medium household income for number one Indian Americans is hundred k. So they double. That's not double, but okay, close oh, enough. Close. Ah, yeah, it's close enough. It's crazy, isn't it? Holy shit. You think that has something to do with like the choice of businesses or careers we take? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. by sheer population, we may have more. I mean, Chinese no. Americans uh, definitely should have more. I think there's more Chinese Americans than there are Indian Americans okay. in America. All right. That's why it's good that they're doing medium income. Even though it seems like nowadays, it seems like every fucking Chinese person in Flushing is like walking around with their Gucci bag and their Hermes belt and shit, yeah, right? Yeah, their fucking Balenciaga and their G-Wagon. And like driving their overpriced Tesla. Yeah, and they're like wanting 21. Yeah. Like, what the shit, man? That seems like it. But I think that goes to more about there's money coming from overseas. overseas yeah, I agree. There's a lot of rich Chinese people that are sending their kids over here yeah. and then sending them like a blank check at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you're so right, dude. Um, what's it? You know what it is with Indian people? I think number one, they're really good with their money. They're fucking frugal as fuck. You're saying this in a good way. Yes. Like, like it's a compliment. Yes. Yeah. Frugality is, I think, for me, I think it's a positive trait. Right. It's it's about discipline. So they don't overspend. Like they can, you know, they they can save and shit. Mm-hmm. Number two, in terms of jobs, be a doctor. You know, it's always like a we, high paying job. We know that's very stereotypical, but it is true though. Like being a doctor, a pharmacist, or, or switching to the IT field. Yeah. When I tell people what kids should do when they grow up, like when I jokingly say what my son or my uh, niece's nephew should do, medicine or IT, do one or the other because there's money there, there's room for growth that's going to constantly be in need of healthcare and the ever-evolving IT system and technology. And it's, I believe, I mean, I I don't know shit, but predominantly, I think it's run by uh, Indian. uh, Indian, I have no fucking idea. Americans in IT especially. I think you're just pulling that out of your ass, but I don't know. I am. um, I'm just basing off that dude from Google. That's why. That's like (laughs) The one CEO of Google. The one dude. Yeah, that's what I'm just going to base it on. And it's not Google. It's Alphabet. He's the CEO of Alphabet. Google is a sub-branch of Alphabet. You're right. You're right. Okay. Linji's like, please adopt me. That's what he's saying. He's like, please. I'm curious what your take is on why Koreans aren't further up on this list. Oh, boy. Where do I start? And as a disclaimer, Ben is Korean. so I, if, Yes. I, here uh, we go, Ben. Please do some shitting on your own culture. Um, in terms of money, at least. Yeah. Um, I think Korean people are a little jaded in the sense of like, they focus too much on like status, like symbol. Status symbols and vanity. Yes. That's what it is. So it's like a lot of wasted superficial spending. Uh, plastic surgery is one. Fashion. Cars. I know a bunch of Korean dudes that would rather buy an expensive-ass car and live in like a shithole. You get what I'm saying? It's a choice of where you put your money to, right? Exactly. But is it one thing if they have the money, but then they're just spending it on that shit? Because that's okay. Or is it more that they don't necessarily have the funds available, but they're finding ways 
at their financial detriment to buy these things. So look, I'm basing this off just people that I've met, you know, like more successful Korean people that I know. Yeah. I consider them like mentors, you know, like they're successful. But don't call them a mentor. That's an insult to them if they're mentoring you. Oh, uh, you're Cause right. Because they haven't done jack shit. I am stalking you guys. <laughs> That's better. So what it is is that they're successful, but they kind of get sucked into like the lifestyle now. Oh, so they have made some money at least. Right, exactly. But they tend to just blow it. And I'm basing this off just my experience from, you know, who I know. And not to name names. Right, exactly. In terms of Korean people that go into like entrepreneurship, I feel like they have kind of bad spending habits still, like not as much discipline. But for those Korean Americans that go into like IT, the medical field, right? They tend to be better. But at the same time, I think Korean people just like to indulge. More so than some of the other Asian cultures, you think? Yeah, I mean, I know, like, I know so many of my Korean friends that do that shit all the time. Plus, for first example, you're horrible at saving. No, I'm, I'm good. It's I'm better very, now. Uh, show me your bank account. I'm right? just kidding. Don't actually, oh. show, don't actually show me your bank account. Ben was reaching for his fucking phone. He was I've reaching got, for his phone. I was about to do a wire transfer into my account. I've, I've gotten much better. It only took, a, well, I'm 36. You're 36. How many years of debt did you have before you figured it out? So I finally paid off all my minimum, you know, balances. My minimum payments. It only took me 15 years to pay off $5,000. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah, that's progress, my friend. Dude, our um, fat friend on the highway, longtime listener, longtime friend, fat friend on the highway. Yo. He loves telling the story. And I'm sure you see where this is going. Ah, uh, yes. He loves telling the story about how you, Ben, did not know the idea of interest. I did not know how credit cards work. <laughs> I had no fucking idea. And please stop me if I say anything wrong here. I think you were younger and you were paying off a credit card of yours that had a fairly large amount, but every month you were only paying off the minimum amount, which is yes. which is kind of fine because if you can only do that, that's better than not paying at all. So for your credit score, just paying the minimum is still okay. That's good. But the funny thing was, you did not understand the fact that you were being charged 30% interest. Yeah. So, uh, you know, when you get in the mail, like the statement, it's like four sheets of paper. Yes. I ignored it. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, sure. It looks the same. And then I just toss it. Until I actually read it, I was like, minimum? They fucking tell you on the side. Yeah. Like, hey, just want to let you know, uh, if at this rate, uh, you'll be fucking dead. <laughs> By the time you pay off this $300 bill. Yeah. Um, what's it? I know you just bought this PlayStation, but uh, it's going to be pretty much like a mortgage at this rate. So yeah, I did not know that. At that time, we weren't like 15-year-old kids. I think you were in your early 20s. No. Yes. You wouldn't have had a credit card way back then. Fuck. Maybe college at least. You're right. Yeah, you were in your early 20s. Fuck. It was an HSBC credit card too, I remember. It wasn't? Yeah. Well, that bank is gone in America now anyways. Yeah, man. Fucking crooks there. But yeah, man. I didn't know that shit. That's something that we need to work better in this country where we don't fucking <laughs> teach our kids the basics of finance. And I don't mean that high schoolers should have like a finance or accounting class, right? But there should be some kind of, call it whatever, basics, financial literacy, very general concepts so that you don't get scammed as soon yeah. as you go out into the world. Right, like credit score. Yes. How to write a check. Don't pay your fucking minimum like Ben. You know, like uh, little things like unless that. Unless you have to. Unless you have to. Did you have to at that time? Like you didn't have the money to pay anything more? Or you just thought, if I'm going to pay this off anyways, I'll just pay the minimum. I just wasn't thinking. I was like, yeah, it's just that's what I owe. I thought the bank was just like, hey, like this is what you do. I'm like, okay, here you go. Now that I think about this story... You keep getting dumber and dumber. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. Thank God. I that you know. have no money in your family. Thank, yeah. Thank God. <laughs> also, just like, I don't even know how we were talking about that on the phone. 
thank God that conversation just fucking happened. If we never had that conversation, you would still be paying Bro, off the minimum I, right now. Yes, I would only be halfway through paying off that $5,000 <laughs> as we speak. After 15 years. And then throw in inflation and I'm just <laughs> fucked, bro. Yes. Actually, no, if you throw in inflation, that's actually okay. That means you're paying off less value relative to before. There you go. See, I just learned something new right there. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, what's it? I did read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You read the book? Yes, I did. Yes. That's actually a very good book. I don't know what it's done for you because I don't see anything that you're applying to your life. I'm actually trying to remember the book right now. Like <laughs> one, one, oh, yeah, I remember the, there was one dad and the other dad. <laughs> wow, Ben just said. Yeah, there you go. He just repeated the title. With there a you go. Way. Anyway, next topic. What are we talking about? Generational uh, poverty. Generational wealth. Generational right, wealth. So okay. How, how do we steal from the rich? <laughs> oh, sorry. Let's assume that you have some wealth built up in your family, right? Yes. You pass it on to your kids. I've said this a billion times. Immigrants come to this country. You work hard. You do whatever the fuck you need to so you can build some money so that your kids have some wealth to pass on. Yes. And uh, I just want to say a big thank you for uh, to Linji for putting my name under his will. So I really appreciate it. Thank God all my assets are under my wife's name. Okay. I did not know that. Or we're getting a, a divorce next week. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess change the plans now. I'm going to have to rob Linji. I'm so sorry, but go on now. Generational wealth. The idea is that you have some money within your family. And this is not just about Asian people. You can kind of trace back to why a lot of people that have been in this country long enough, a lot of uh, non-Asians. Just people? <laughs> people? <laughs> when you have a safety nest or like something to fall back on within uh -huh. your family, you can often both do more with it and you can take bigger risks that can potentially pay off bigger. Ooh, okay, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. All so right. the whole idea behind you passing on money to your kids... Just having money is not just good because you have the money itself and you can pay bills, right? But right. money itself provides an avenue for you to do other things that can then amplify how much money you have. It's opportunity. It's freedom. It's it choices. Is. That's great, right? Like giving money to your kids. Yes. What I mainly wanted to talk about today was something I heard some other people talk about is what happens when your parents, instead of thinking about it from that point of view where it's I, the parent, am giving money to my kid, it's the flip. I expect you, my son, my daughter, my kids, to take care of me and be my uh, nest, be my source of income. This is a this hits home. Does it? Uh, for most of my life growing up, uh, my father made a lot of bad financial decisions. Okay, and he kind of put us in a not a safety net, more like a fucking uh, danger net or whatever danger you want to call net. it. Okay, yeah, he actually had to file for bankruptcy at one point. Oh, did you? Yeah. He, he I think I it. vaguely remember this. Yeah, so it was really bad, bro. Like even during college, I wanted to do the like the dorming life, you know, like a SUNY. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I wanted to do that. So by I the got, way, Ben was in college for uh, three months. So please continue. Yes, exactly. Take uh, this story with a grain of salt. I got accepted surprisingly. I don't know how uh, to St. John's and Stony. It's amazing that you got accepted to any college. I know, but you know, I got accepted. I even got like a certain like it wasn't gonna be a full thing. I had like some kind of like Pell Grant, all that yeah. shit and stuff. So it was somewhat affordable, but I opted into going to a CUNY. I ended up going to uh, Queens College. Which is a community college. You know, I actually got money back by going there. And they paid you to go to school? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Uh, I just steal from the government all the time. <laughs> all the time, no matter what. There you go. I got free books and everything. And what I did was every time I got like, I don't want to call it a scholarship check because I'm too fucking dumb. But you got every, funds from the government somehow. Bingo. I got those checks and I'll give it to, you know, my dad. Oh, you would actually cash them out and give them to your dad. Yeah, dude. Back then I was supporting my my family. 
Were you doing that because you were aware of the situation or just because your dad forced you to do it? Um, it got bad to one point where like we were like constantly on the threat of being evicted. Oh, it was that bad. It was that bad, bro. One thing after another because our grandmother passing away and her funeral was really fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, you know, we had her funeral here, but you know, my father, God bless him, shitty dad, but great fucking son to his grandma. Okay. He promised her that he was gonna bury her right next to, you know, her husband in Korea. Oh, so that's costly to take you to take a body somewhere else to have a funeral over. Yeah, yeah, and then do another service and all this shit. Yeah. You know, so he did all of that. And then he opened a fucking business. That's the fishing business. No, it was a fucking uh he was a shoe repair guy. Oh yes. Why did I take your dad was that's racist as fuck. That's why. <laughs> but, uh, yo, most of the fishing base shops are owned by Koreans. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yo, cause yeah. you guys love fishing. Yeah, that's true, man. It could have been a deli. I wish it was a deli. Or a uh, dry cleaners. Dude, I wish it was a fucking dry cleaner. Or a liquor point. store. Dude, <laughs> you I know. Open a liquor it should have been a fucking liquor store, bro. You're right. That would have been the fucking shit. But he opened up a fucking uh, shoe repair shop. He fucking threw money into it. It was a money pit. Where did the money come from? Just from his savings and shit. Oh, from his own savings. Okay, yeah. so he had something back then. Yeah. At that but, point. But it went into our family savings. And like he kept trying to keep it going and going and like it just was not working. So from there, you know, like I had to like start working. School wasn't like even like a thing on my mind anymore. Can I ask you, I've never really dived into it that much. I just thought you were always a uh, dumbass. But why did yeah. you actually drop out of college at that time? Was it because of this? A lot of it was that. But at the same time, I just, I wasn't cut out for college. I, I went in and um I thought I was going to be a nurse, right? So I went to, you know, I know, imagine me being a fucking nurse, but... All I kept thinking, I was like, okay, like, technically, hospitals need a guy that's big and strong. You're going to do hospital security. <laughs> yeah, like, to move the shit. Just give me the scrubs, right? Yeah. But I just wasn't smart enough to pass all the prerequisites. Uh, mm -hmm. You put and, the heaviest boxes on top and the lightest on the yes, bottom. Yes, and I found out in physics class, that doesn't make me pass. I actually <laughs> need to know equations. So I kept taking the classes over and over and over, but I kept failing and failing and failing. Oh. I, just, I just couldn't do it. You're not chopped up for education oh <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm just not book smart that was a big blow and you know i was kind of like i didn't know what to do i need a quick cash and that's where kind of like the food and hospitality thing that's how happened. you got into that industry and right. that's where you are right now and then from there you know like i was making enough money that like i was able to take care of my family from there that's actually true because when you're younger at that age when you're basically going from high school to having an income but it seems like it's like so much money right relative to what you had it felt like holy shit i'm making right. so much money I think it's the same with like Chinese culture, right? And Korean culture, if you're the firstborn, especially as a son, you're born into being the household, like you, ha you have responsibility. Yes. Oh, that actually would make a great episode for the future. The responsibilities of the firstborn Asian son. All right. Because you, you are one and I am one. Powers combined. Okay. We're going to totally forget about this topic. So if we don't do this topic after a couple months, please DM us and remind us that that's what we said. Yes. Ben, write this shit down right now. Can you write it down, bro? I'm, I'm writing it down because Ben can't even find his phone. Sure, where's my phone? Responsibilities. Okay, yeah. Let's touch on that a little bit. Yeah, when you are the oldest kid, you are by default responsible for all this shit. Yeah. Tell me if this is not true in Korean culture. In Chinese culture, if you're the eldest son, no matter if you're if you have six sisters above you, but you're still the oldest son. Oh, uh, okay. I see you're still you really responsible for everything. And you kind of also, as a benefit, inherit everything as well, even if you have yeah. seven older sisters above you. Yeah. That's that's true, actually. It's the same thing for Koreans? Pretty much the same thing. It's just, you know, if you're a male, you pretty much take on the mantle. Right. I guess that's the best way of putting it. Regardless. Right. And the thing is, though, with my dad, like I said, 
I love you, dad, but you're a shitty dad. Now he's better, but you know how you talk about me, like the way I am and stuff? The reason why like, I hate about it is because my father is actually pretty fucking lazy. And I realized that about him growing up. Mm-hmm. He relied on me so heavily. Financially. Financially, just like, he is just like the dude that's just like, ah, I'm good. I'm chilling. Like, you know what I mean? Is he actually relying on you financially or is it more because he can't do it himself? I guess there is a slight difference between if you, the parent, for whatever reason, can't make your business work or you can't find a good job. Right. Then you have to, by default, depend on your son. But on the other side, it could be like, he just doesn't want to do it and would rather depend on you. Right. So it got to the point where like, um, you know, I started working. I was getting, you know, I was getting money and stuff like that. Right. My father has this bad habit of going through my mail. He's and, looking for the checks. And specifically my bank statements. He's like, even though you're 15 years removed from college, I'm waiting for those college grant checks. There you go. And, you know, I always sounds like, why are you opening my mail? And his excuse would be, oh, I thought it was mine. I'm like, my guy, it's always the bank. And like it, the name is right there. And we don't <laughs> even have the same bank. None of the mail is open except for the bank statements. Exactly. It's very selective. Yes. And um, what's it? It got to the point where like there was a rift between my father and me because of money. Because then it affected his pride and stuff. I started, I guess, being a little more loud in the household and stuff like that. Oh, because you felt like you were the head of the household since you were providing for most of it. Right. And that's the thing with my, um, my father. Like, you know, I love him to death. But it's so funny because in the whole like Asian diaspora... Diaspora, Ben's favorite word. Right. Diaspora. You know, when you think about like Asian father, the number one thing that you have to do, right, is you have to provide. As a parent. Right. Overall. Right. Mother or father. Right. It got so bad that like, you know, he was unemployed for a while. So it was just me and my mom supporting the family and stuff. You know, and I'll ask him like, hey, like, won't you try this? Won't you try that? He would always make some kind of excuse like, no, Mm. I can't. And then it became like, I'm too old. I can't. Every excuse in the book. I may have said this about you during the last episode or the one before that, but remember I said how you as a negative personality trait will always default to an easier option? Yes. Do you feel like your dad in some ways did that as well? Yes, but the thing is, is that I will still try. Even if it embarrasses myself, the whole point is like, you just got to try. You don't have the pride that he does. Right, exactly. You know, I even told him, I was like, dad, if you worked at fucking Burger King, being janitor, I will still love you as my father. If anything, that would make me even like more proud of you. You yeah, know? because you're willing to do something that, let's say, on the surface level is against your own pride. Exactly. And that you feel embarrassed about, even though there's really nothing to be embarrassed about doing something like that. Exactly. But you're putting your family first. It's okay that I'm doing something that I'm with a bunch of teenagers, but I'm 40-something years old. You know, There's nothing necessarily wrong with that. I'm just doing this because right now, in the meantime, this is the best way for me to right. make money for as, my family. As a man, I need to provide for my family. A lot of older generation Asian males do have too much pride to do entry-level jobs. I'll be honest with you. I don't know if it's like a Korean thing, but that's another thing. Like I kind of see with like, you know, you Chinese people. You Chinese people. Yeah. Only Chinese people are out there collecting cans. And huh. Hold on. I'm processing the statement. Ben's talking about like- I the, could be wrong. I could be wrong. Ben's talking about like the older aunties and uncles who right. are like, unfortunately, going through from house to house, going right. garbage can to garbage can, collecting the recyclables so they can- I could be wrong, but I want to say majority of them are Chinese. And I respect the hell out of oh, that. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get what I'm saying? Right. You won't see a Korean person doing that. Most of the people that I see are usually Chinese looking. Another thing about the Chinese is... <laughs> I, like I switched from you Chinese to oh, the Chinese. Like, You're trying to see which one is less racist. Yes. <laughs> you could be 80 years old, 90 years old, and you guys are still working. Yeah. 
Korean people like have a like, oh, I'm 60. Ah, I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling now. Although I'm sure there are examples of older Korean people still yeah, doing that I, as well. You know, right, I totally agree. For most part, you guys are super industrious. I don't get it. Like it's like David Goggins, but Chinese mode. I don't shit. know what is the history of China economy relative to Korean economy, but I can say for sure that we have been poorer more recently as a Chinese yeah. country. Right. And I don't know when you guys in Korea made that pivot to being more of a modern, economically prosperous society. So okay. maybe it's because you've experienced prosperity longer than what we might have. It's more recent in our cultural memory that we have to work hard. Honestly, I would kind of disagree with you. I think that shit will always be ingrained in you guys. It's what makes Chinese people Chinese people. Like you guys just work your ass off. I love your positive racism. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm Korean, guys. Just for the record. This whole episode sounds like you're shitting on your own culture, but I guess... Yeah. Whatever. Um, what's it? What ended up happening with my father is that because I saw that, I grew resentment. I look at my mom. I'm like, yo, she is like... Trying she, her best. She's trying her best. And it's so unfair. Yeah, I was that example of like me like carrying it and my father just like kind of enjoying it. He, he, he treated me like I was like a fucking like NBA star that got drafted. Oh, and, like I got the big contract and shit. I'm like, no, I don't, bro. Like <laughs> he starts like throwing out. He's like, yo, what kind of car are we getting, bro? I'm like, what are you talking about, man? I mean, now that you've told your story about the generational poverty and your father looking on you as like a safety net, I guess yeah, yeah. I guess it only makes sense for me to brag about how much money I have. Oh yeah, dude, you're you're loaded as fuck, <laughs> man. But but like I said, you worked hard for it. I'm just kidding about the having lots of money part. That is bullshit. <laughs> My parents are not wealthy per se. Even right now, their annual income is very, very low. Because you're doing laundry. You're <laughs> you're doing cash laundry. laundry. I got you, bro. <laughs> I see you. All right. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> they have basically worked hard to like over time build up wealth. Chipped away slowly at it to yeah. build a good foundation both for themselves, but more importantly for me and everything. Right. So that like I can be here 36 years old with no job, sitting here screaming with a co-host that comes late every week. There you go, guys. Thank you, Mr. and Mrs. He. Gen <laughs> perfect example of generational wealth right here. <laughs> there you go. You can start your own podcast. Oh, my God. You can start it because you don't have to worry that the podcast is making no fucking money. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Even better reason. And I have no money, so it's a win-win. <laughs> it works perfect. Ben is used to this. I'm not used to this. I'm putting all my effort towards something where I'm making no fucking money. I'm not used to this. I'm oh, volunteering shit. my time for you guys. Oh, shit. And Linji's very expensive, by the way. This is an unpaid internship for you, the listener. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> please go on. That's not the point. Anyway, you're talking about your family. Yes. I'm talking about generational wealth on the flip side of you is that yes. money at its core gives you freedom of choice. What's, what was that saying that people said? Like, oh, money can't buy you happiness. That, that is like the biggest stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. Money cannot directly buy you happiness, but money can indirectly buy you happiness. Like substantially <laughs> ben, indirectly. Ben's eyes got really, really like big. It surrounds you pretty much, bro. I'm surprised, I'm surprised Ben is so positive as a human being given how little money he has. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I know it's like right there. <laughs> that's see? why. But that's the only thing missing in my life. Money? Yeah. Not a wife, not kids, not family. I mean, not right. a car. Oh, oh, fuck, bro. Like, yo, bro, chill, bro. One at a time. All I need is money to buy all that. I'll buy a choice, wife. Choice. Money gives you choice. For example, if you have money, you don't have to worry about, um, I don't know, struggling to put food on the table today, right? You can spend the time being happy with your family. You can afford to spend more time with your family. Exactly. Because you have money already that you're not constantly working 18 hours a day and you're away from your family. If you can build generational wealth as an immigrant family, you can sustain long term prosperity for your 
entire lineage. Exactly. Piggybacking on that, I know I'm the perfect example of generational、uh, poverty, but thank God now, me and my family, there are a lot of fucking you know trials and tribulation. Uh, we figured a lot of things out. I'm not Lindy Rich. Just, just. I'm、record. not rich, guys. I bet you on paper, minus the money laundering, I make less money than you. You know why? Because this dude has like assets everywhere, bro. Like I'm looking around this house right now. I think that's a fucking Van Gogh. That's from Macy's. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't try to trick me. I think that's like a rare plant from like fucking Galapagos Islands. That's over a fucking、there. Lego plant. Yeah. Uh, just want to say, I guess that's why I'm a little happier. With things is because like you're financially stable. Yeah. See, money can buy you happiness by giving you less worries. Yeah, dude. It's being poor fucking sucks, man. <laughs> it does, dude. Like, remember you gave me money to buy my fucking shoes. Remember for Air、oh, Force One. Oh, this is、was. a great story because this proves how amazing human being I was,、oh, even at such even at such a young age. This is when young Linji, when he wasn't a douchebag yet, was an amazing human being. When Linji wasn't a douchebag yet, right? I don't know what happened, but like you know, <laughs> my, I had these fucking white sneakers and they had holes. Everywhere, like you can see all my toes and this shit. This is when we were in school. Yeah, yeah, we were in school. This、and、wasn't last week. <laughs> <laughs> so Linji just like was like, "Yo,、uh, I, I might be butchering it, but like pretty much like you gave me money to go buy a pair of sneakers." Yes, because Ben was walking around school with sneakers with holes in his. He had holes in his sneakers. It was, yeah, it's crazy. It was in middle school too. Like it was. I didn't even think about it. See, you were used to that being okay, but I felt so bad for you at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, they cover like eighty percent of my foot, so <laughs> that's so passing, right? As long as it's not winter or snowing, I'm good to go. Yeah, as long as I remember to wear socks, I should be okay. There's a certain shade of black that my toes should not turn, but it's okay. There you go. And you know, Linji like helped me out with that, you know, and I was so touched about it. Do you know? Do you know what happened with that money, by the way? You you paid me back like five years later.、Right? Yes, yes.、Um, <laughs> took, I, you did the minimum I, package. I So Linji actually fucking bamboozled me. I did. He got five hundred dollars back for those one hundred dollars shoes. I got five hundred dollars back over five years. There you go. The <laughs> compound interest. I knew it. That whole story about Ben not paying us his credit card was actually me. Yes. There was- you go. HSB Linji. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't even know this, but like, I was so hyped about using the money to buy sneakers, right? Don't tell me you bought drugs instead. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna go watch the Ma- Matrix Three. You sure it was three at the time? I, I think it was. Okay. I, I think right. And we get to the fucking train station. We're all just hopped the fucking train station, of course. And lo and behold, undercover cops were right there. They write us a ticket, and I'm looking at the price of the ticket. I was like, "Oh my god, this is the price of the fucking shoes!" <laughs> I was so fucking upset. That's why it took so long to pay you back because I still needed to buy a pair of shoes. <laughs> Ben's joking about that part. Ben did buy a pair of shoes. I remember he bought the white Air Force ones. It was white、like, Air Force ones, yes, bro. Yes, I remember. Yes. My God, Nike Air Force ones, and、uh, Ben stopped drinking milk, so his foot wouldn't grow anymore. So he could he could wear those shoes forever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I, at one point, I think I just like cut the like toes part off, so it just become like sandals and shit. He made them into those Adidas sandals. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, now we're better. Hopefully, I get a yacht like you. <laughs> you know, you can have one of my used yachts when they break down. For real? Yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Great man, from, right here. From Air Force ones to fucking Air Force yachts. <laughs> this is fucking great. But yeah, do you have anything final to say about generational wealth? What are your thoughts on it? Oh, if you have kids, how would you treat that whole approach about trying to pass on wealth and how important yada yada? Oh man, I'm gonna be so cheap with them. Are you? Yeah, bro. Why so? I want them to know how hard it is to like you know make money. So would you live a good life but just not always spoil them? Is that what you mean? Yeah, for most part. I think if I have a girl, I would spoil her. Oh hell yeah. 
all fathers can like act tough and shit, but right. if you got a fucking daughter, yeah, you're gonna spoil her. Yeah, you have to protect yeah. her, right? But as for my son, I will be very hard on him because he has to learn. I don't want to go into like gender roles and stuff like that, but society still, as a man, in order for you to succeed, is you have to earn shit. You know, you have to provide. That's what are you gonna like make him wear sneakers with holes in it? What the fuck are you gonna do? Uh I mean, like, because it's hard to because me right now, I have a son. I right? also have that same mindset. But I have to balance out the fact that I fucking love my son to death and I want to buy him everything. Right. With teaching him that sometimes we can't get everything. I'm going to tell you from first-hand experience, it's hard. And from time to time, I have to, have to turn the switch back on. And remember, okay, I can't spoil my son that much because I know that if he grows this mentality, yeah. it's not going to be good. So what I do is, and remember, he's a fucking four-year-old kid. so You give him a bill. <laughs> it's like, hey, son, I love you. I take credit card. <laughs> 25% interest. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example. Oh, so like... We drive home from a school during a certain path, and very often on the highway next to it, there is always a woman who's there carrying on her back her child, and she's selling cut mangoes oh, or fruits and okay. stuff like that. Gotcha. And um, he'll ask, why is she doing that? And I'll right. explain to him, hey, you see how she's outside? Remember, it's a four-year-old, so it's very hard to like explain these the concepts concept, right, exactly. in depth. But I'm like, Society. I try to tell him, there are other people in the world that have things and life more difficult than we do. Not everyone has the money to always do and buy whatever they want. Right. Sometimes they have to work hard and do things they don't like. Right. He kind of picks it up sometimes. So, for instance, like a, he'll see people working outside and it's raining. He's going to see me. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Why is Ben wearing sneakers or holes? Is that Uncle Ben, right? My main thing what I'm trying to say is it's hard to teach your kids. I when mean, you, he's still really young. We have money. We live a comfortable life. So it's yeah. hard to teach your kids the same lessons that you and I may have grown up with by default. It's like you and I trying to create an artificial environment of poverty. <laughs> like it's the like, Matrix, but like, you're poor. How do we create artificial poverty? We have to go into the metaverse and like... I want to be a hobo. <laughs> how do I download poverty into my brain? Exactly. It's like Neo, but trying to learn. Yeah, that's actually a good example. If I ever do have a kid is... Not that I'm going to deliberately like try to find homeless people, but it's like, I hope they can kind of like ask questions about that. There's ways to do that without just saying no Christmas presents for you. Cause that's arbitrary. I guess when he gets older, he starts like asking for stuff. Like, let's say he's like, Hey dad, uh, can I get like uh, a Gucci jacket? If you want to work yourself to buy something that I think is stupid and superficial and just about vanity, then go for it. Right. Cause then you can learn how hard, how hard it is to just work for three months to get a stupid pair of socks. Yeah. Like, that's a lesson. I think it's great. The one good thing my parents did do while I was growing up was that as a child, they did provide me with like a really great childhood as in like Christmas gifts, you know, like the birthday parties, you know, like all oh, that kind of real. stuff. Yeah. So that was the thing. Like I remember doing like Boy Scout, um, helping me. Yeah, you were a Boy Scout. Boy Scouts are fucking costly. That's expensive. The equipment, yeah. you know, like everything. Looking back on it, I was like, damn, like my parents, at least, you know, they try to provide me the childhood that, you know, that they couldn't really have. Right. As much as you can show on your parents from not being the best parents, and that don't just mean you, right. I mean people in general. Yes. We're all human beings. You know, we're all trying our best given the situations that we have. It's really nice that we can even have this conversation and like be on a good note about it. You know, that was a great lesson. Hopefully within 10 years, you'll um, be able to actually pass on something to your kids and not just more poverty. Oh man. I'm trying <laughs> to think what it could be then. Uh, old guitar I have somewhere. Old guitar. I, I think I have like a, deflated basketball too. <laughs> so uh yeah uh future son or Stay daughter ben jr for this deflated spalding basketball yeah i'm gonna need 20 bucks for me by the way thanks 
All right, getting on to our favorite part of the whole podcast, ranting and raving. This is the part where Ben and I like to bitch about something, even though the whole podcast itself sounds like a lot of bitching. This is where we exclusively bitch about something probably non-Asian or non-topical. Okay, Ben. I This is random. Just with like inflation and how everything is like so expensive. Yeah. I was just like randomly thinking. I was at Subway's. I was like, damn, I remember this shit was five bucks back then. Like the $5 footlongs. What did you survive on back when you were poor in terms of food? Did your parents just cook everything? I got to take a pee break. Oh, yeah. Actually, me too. And we're back. Along with generational wealth and poverty comes a lack of bladder control. Dude, you should measure the amount of piss. I think it's like two pounds of piss. (laughs) I think I lost three pounds just now. Right? Screw the gym. Just go to the bathroom after drinking a lot of coffee. You lose so much weight. The thing is, is that I feel like I'm pissing more than what I'm drinking. (laughs) Right? Where's the liquid coming from? Holy Where does the liquid come from? Because I am genuinely worried how dehydrated my body must be after peeing that long fucking coffee bro holy shit we're back we might have forgotten what our train of thought was i don't remember what's the last thing we said Ooh, uh what were you complaining about oh no no it's just uh, i missed a uh, fucking five dollar foot long oh, oh yeah, so you're uh, asking uh, like <laughs> like what what do poor people eat that's what, <laughs> i'm so curious uh, that's what you're asking what's it the secret is is uh this this is what you guys do just go to your nearest korean deli and just rob them by the way, this, uh, this is a joke. Please don't go do any of this and blame it on us. Yeah, uh, yeah. imagine. We already don't have money. We don't need more negative income. Did you know that you could get like free public school lunch in, uh, in summer and shit? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, thought I, cool. I used to, as a kid during my teenage years, I worked for a church. Not religious. I just worked as a church as oh, a I janitor. Remember and, um, I remember this. I remember this. Part of the summer program was that instead of having lunch at the actual church for the kids was we used to go to a neighboring elementary school, which was only like two blocks away, because yeah. they provided free lunch. See? That's what I'm saying. Hustle right there. Hustler. You could have been out in the summer playing like kids, but you're like, no, I'm going to fucking grind. That's how I had money to buy you your sneakers at some point. Look at that no, shit. No, I'm being serious. I no, think that's actually probably how I had money to give you. <laughs> <clears throat> the best utensil to eat with are chopsticks. I disagree, sir. Why do you disagree? Because it's cumbersome. A fork is way easier. Hell, a fucking spork is How easy. can you say this as an Asian person? A pair of chopsticks is the most universal tool necessary. It's basically an extension of your own fingers. You have the most dexterity. You can touch food and do whatever the easiest. All right. First of all, when you eat rice, it is a pain in the fucking ass. That's because you suck at using chopsticks then. Look, I know I'm Korean, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes a fork is just easier, bro. If you were stuck on an island and you could only bring one thing with you, either a spoon, a fork, or a chopstick, tell me you would not bring anything other than a pair of chopsticks. I'm gonna, I'm still going to take my chances on a fork, bro. Regular life, what if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life? Chopsticks, fork, or spoon? You have to eat all your food only with one of those things. What would you pick? Dude, it has to be a fucking fork you gonna pick a fork bro you want me to throw some examples at you bro oh all right fucking ice cream you can eat ice cream with chopsticks hell yes you can eat chopsticks with ice cream i mean technically yeah you can yeah but fucking dude use a fork what is this shit you can use a pair of chopsticks for absolutely everything it's much more precise you can pick up things up a lot easier like if you had to pick up one tiny pea what'd you do with the fork poke it you scoop it bro scooping takes a lot more time than just plucking at it are you being paid by like chopstick lobbyists right now? Is that what's <laughs> going on? Like, what, What's the deal going on right now? No, I just think chopsticks are the best utensil in all the world. And nobody can tell me otherwise. I don't know, man. The fork is pretty fucking... What about a spork then? No, sporks are stupid because sometimes when you use a spork <laughs> and you put it into your mouth, the sides of it are a little bit too sharp and it just cuts. 
I don't know, man. Sometimes a fork is just better, dog. So what's a good combination? If you had like a chop fork, like yeah. if chopstick itself at the ends had like little teeth. Yeah. So like chopsticks and then like forks at the behind and shit. Oh, what if each chopstick had a fork on the other end that faces towards you and then, there you the, go. And then the pointier end was facing down. There you go. We just solved world peace. There you go. I, I like that, man. Okay, let's get to the outro. Ben, this is the outro. You want to uh, tell us? Tell us. You want to tell the listeners exactly what we do on the internet, where they can find us? Oh, yes. Uh, so you can find us on the FTX accounts and stuff. <laughs> you guys are only going to get that if you uh, lost money in crypto. <laughs> yes. Uh, also, uh, we work for our First Republic Bank as well. Actually, that's, that's a way too deep dive. No one's going to understand that one either. Pretty much, thank you so much for joining us on this lovely episode. I think we learned a lot. I don't think I learned shit, but okay, go for it. All right, great. actually, learn more about your um, not learn more, but I gotta refresh on your poverty and why it's so. Wow, this <laughs> fucking! You could have just said my fucking life story. <laughs> this asshole had to say fucking poverty. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy an Air Force a uh, one pair. And I'm just gonna fucking throw it at your face. That's what I'm gonna fucking do. All right, be like, yo, fuck you. Air Here's Force ones are sneakers, and it's not the plane. <laughs> <laughs> yo, no one's gonna get that joke if they weren't oh, paying attention. Shit. They're sneakers. Yeah, 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 they're a pair of uh, white sneakers and shit. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. It was a lot of fun. It felt like therapy for me. You know, it was cool. You guys got to, you know, learn a little about me and Linji. You know, like how Linji accrued wealth from rich dad, poor dad. <laughs> Check it out. He's going to probably do um, classes that he's going to teach you, like, how to make money from home and stuff. So he's going to be on Discord for a low price of, how would you say, $199? Can you charge money on Discord? Is that how it works? Yeah, you can. So, can you? Yeah. There's subscriptions. There's subscriptions on everything. The only yeah. subscription you guys should be subscribed to is this podcast. Boom. There you go. Great segue. Please talk about the subscription. But yes, you can find us on Spotify and Apple for the low, low, low price. Please don't say a stupid number. Say the real number. Yes, $4.99. Not $499. Not $499. <laughs> we would appreciate it too. But $4.99, tax-free, free shipping. Actually, technically, <laughs> the shipping is definitely free because it's electronic. The tax, I actually don't know if they have to pay tax. Let's just pretend we didn't hear that part, okay? Um, it's tax-free. You can use this as a tax write-off as well, right? I don't care. So, yeah, you can find us on Apple, on Spotify. Please, we have bonus content. It's a lot of fun. It's not pertaining to just, like, Asian topics. It's about, a little, you know, a little about everything, you know? Like, uh, Linji tells us about, like, you know, what's his favorite, uh, you know, soda. And you'll be surprised. That's a really straight topic, but we might actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, it's Lin great bonus content. I tell you how, you know, my secret pickle recipe. We talked about our favorite superpowers and somehow we ended up naked a lot of those times. Oh, yes, we did. That yes. was very odd. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes. It was very erotic. It was very erotic. It was not erotic. It was just a very, it was very practical. So we had to be naked using these powers. Yes, uh, Linji didn't think about his powers you know, thoroughly. <laughs> not thoroughly. Not at all. Not at all. Yeah, check us out. Um, did you, you plug can, our social medias yet? I'm doing it right now, sir. So you can find us on Instagram at Pod. Shoot us a DM. Tell us what you think. More importantly, if you can, if you have a little time to spare, leave us five stars. Write a little review. All right, guys. This is the part of the podcast where I like to plug a small Asian-owned business. So if you're a small API business with a small API human being on top of it, then... Wow. Uh, <laughs> Never get sick of that. If you are a small business owner, uh, feel free to reach out. We're glad to give you a shout out in the podcast. Whatever little bit this can do for you, we're always glad to help. This week, I want to give a shout out to Sammy. You can find him on social media. Find himself personally on social media at Sammy. NY cart uh, we got a chance to meet him over at some event in the city which i am 
misremembering the name right now, but I will try to put the event. <laughs> we go to so many events that sometimes I forget what exactly we the swear name. this happened. <laughs> it, it, it happens. It happened. Anyways, I want to give a shout out to Sammy. You can find his personal social media over at Sammy NY Cart. But specifically today, I want to help him plug something that he's working on, a new venture of his. He's working on a uh, martial arts program out in Williamsburg. Really? Find them at on social media at Kings Combat Willie B. I'll put that down below in case um you guys don't know how to spell it. Kings Combat Willie B. Basically, he's teaching different things to martial arts, self-defense, self-confidence, leadership, interpersonal skills. I think a lot of times with these martial arts programs tailored towards young kids, you're not just teaching them how to fight. We're not trying to teach you how to kill people. That's not the main thing of it. You learn a lot of these other personal skills and these leadership skills through it. That's amazing. Uh, he also has a personal background in martial arts as well. I think he mentioned that he's been doing Tai Chi since he was uh, eight, nine years old or since something like that. Since he was three months old. Since he was three months old. I'm sure Sammy came out of the womb kicking and punching. Anyways, check him out over at Sunset Park in Brooklyn, New York. Nice. The program itself is called Team Self-Defense NYC, and they're based out of Sunset Park of Brooklyn, New York. So if you're in that area, please go check him out. Once again, if you guys are a small Asian-owned business as well, feel free to reach out to us. Always glad to help. Um, as much dumb stuff as we scream on the internet, as much begging as we do, we have to give back somehow. Oh, I, I thought we were going to beg for more. We're going to beg for more. <laughs> what else can we beg for today? Um, tell your friends about us. Click the share button on whatever app that you're listening to this right now. Send it over to your friends. Listen to these dumb people on the, on the internet. Tell your friends how much you hate us. Yes. Spread the word. That's called engagement. We'll take that. Any hey. kind of engagement is good engagement. Just like how any kind of PR, what was it, bad PR is good, good PR. PR. Same yes, thing sir. with us. Bad negative engagement is good engagement. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next week. If we don't, that means Ben didn't show up again or I'm off on vacation enjoying things. Aloha. Hey, brother. All right, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Peace.